Wow, and the studio is no longer lousy with girl children. Y- you know what I gotta say to that? <laughs> <laughs> poof, poof. All right. Uh, this is Inksta at CITR 101.9 FM. That was the Ramones. Luke, why did we play that Ramones track? We played that song because it was... Um, I was reading yesterday my gorgeous anniversary edition of Ghost World. And how did you get that gorgeous I anniversary that, edition? I got that anniversary edition of Ghost World for donating to your show. And I was rereading the compilation of all the issues. Ghost World started at 8-Ball number 11, ended at issue 18. And it was a lovely little story that, of course, went on to be the award-winning film and all that kind of stuff. Starring... Starring Manthora. And um, the song that they use there, um, Carbonate Not Glue, is what... In panel one, issue thirteen, Enid is singing along with it with the wrong words, which is actually really funny. She like they have the right words coming out of the ghetto blaster, and she's singing the wrong words. I don't know if it's on purpose or not, but uh, and it's the issue where she dyes her hair green, as so beautifully done in the movie with Thora. And actually, what they're playing in the movie is "What Do I Get" uh, by the Buzzcocks, which I don't know why they didn't use their own song. Probably uh, licensing. Mm, who knows? You know, I would think it would be licensing. Now, the thing that you donated to the show because. I did. We are doing a fun drive here. Mm-hmm. Am I sound? Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, you sound. You you sound like Tom Waits gargling asphalt, man. Oh boy, like, that's baby. smooth. Yeah, you know. Um, so we're doing a funding drive right now here at CITR. If you want to call in, donate. It's six zero four eight two two eight six four eight. We are at twenty one thousand two hundred eighty nine dollars and thirty seven cents right now. We are going for a goal of twenty four thousand dollars even, and we only have four hours left. Three hours and 55 minutes. There you go. T minus. And uh, we would love to have you call in. Holy cow. And if you donate to this show in particular, Robin, you have an absolutely plethora of books to give away. Could you please tell the audience what you've got? Well, Luke, I have some lovely art books, including uh, Gorilla Art, um, which is a really weird, crazy book. And it comes with a DVD within the book and the covers really gorgeous design work like all these stuff are really nicely designed uh luba by the wonderful uh beto hernandez you haven't gotten rid of luba yet that is a classic i'm kind of surprised a classic i wouldn't say getting rid of i'd say someone got their hot someone hands got their, yeah got their hands on so that head. one's yeah. still available as well as uh, a couple other incredible comic key books uh mark bell's hot potato which just came out last month and uh the hot potato is an appropriate term for it because it's so good it jumps out of your hands um, I love it. Yeah, I was re- I was waiting a long time for this book, and it is really incredible. Mark Bell used to live in Vancouver, now lives in Montreal, and he is by far one of Canada's uh, cartooning treasures. And this book proves it. It's been he he he, he enjoys a smoke, likes a joke, and it's worth ten thousand more what he earns. I'd say more than 10,000 more than what he earns. Um, other books we got, uh, Lick Shot. That's another uh, lovely little art book. That's a collection of uh, contemporary artist photography, uh, weird photos of celebrities, but not like typical, like, you know. J-Lo? No, nothing like, like weird, weird photo. Not even celebrities, like B-level cult people, like mm-hmm. what we like. Um Typeface, which is an art design book of uh, weird fonts, which is really interesting for the designy folks. Like I said, there's life after Helvetica. A <laughs> uh, couple more comics. Uh, Essex County by the wonderful Jeff Lemire, another one of Canada's treasures. Uh, this is a massive hardcover book uh, that is really wonderful and one of the best comics coming out of Canada in the last couple of years, as far as strict comics go. Uh, Surrogates, which uh, you may know from the movie by uh, with Bruce Willis, was originally a comic. 
You didn't know about the movie, Luke? I don't know about the movie, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. It's okay. 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 Um, it's a lovely book by uh, published by Top Shelf, who are the finer folks in the comics I like. Um, there's kind of a trilogy of publishers that I love. Top Shelf, Drawing Quarterly, and Finographics. And I have something available from each of those folks. As well, I'll finish off with uh, Kindling, which is a big, massive art book of prints by James Jean. James Jean is incredible. He is like one of the best modern post-comics painters out there. He's getting accolades and love and affection and deserves it. He actually came on the show three years ago and uh, was really wonderful to have on. Um, I don't even know if he'd do interviews like that anymore because he's just so busy doing his art. But uh, I think he's a name to watch. Well, he already is a name to watch and he's already doing incredible stuff. And he's going to do more incredible stuff. He shows no sign of slowing down. If you look at the transition of his art over the last, like, six years, it's incredible. My favorite story about James is uh, Brandon Graham was telling me, one of our uh, local cartoonists, he knows him from New York, and uh, he was telling me about the first time he met James. Uh, Farrell Dalrymple, another cartoonist, is saying, don't look at his sketchbook, don't look at his sketchbook. He's like, why? Because you want to stop doing art. It's that good. Oh, no. <laughs> one of those ones, eh? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that sketchbook's been reprinted in a book called process recess which i recommend checking out if you can find it <gasps> all oh. right that is a whole whack load of stuff so give us a call at 822-8648 to donate if you want to receive any of those um yeah can i get a star wipe and then we'll go into music here or? i'm gonna play a track off of zach sally's new album now zach uh, is probably mostly known for being a member of the uh mormon uh, you know, he's not Mormon. I thought lower Mormons, though. But well, his, uh, I just got a book by him, uh, and there's a big long strip about him drinking and smoking and Ooh, okay. doing speed. So Either way, let's get it. The, he is from the <laughs> band. He is from the indie rock band Low. And he left Low um, to, to his comics a couple of years ago, uh, but he is one of the core founding members. And he recently released a solo album that's just his stuff, and it doesn't sound like Low. Um, it's really nice. And uh, today we're going to try something a little different. Last week was like the pop mm -hmm. end of cartoonists doing music. This is the darker side, I think. Yeah, there, you will be orally challenged. Is that a Ch Challenging. Challenging. <laughs> orally <laughs> challenged? <laughs> no, it depends on your spelling of oral, I guess. Yeah. You know, we will hey, be you. orally challenging in terms of things, but you and I are oral, orally challenged in terms of we go, <laughs> so, you know, like, there you go. Yay, comics. Yeah. 604-822-8648. So this is uh, Zach Selly, and uh, check out his wonderful comics, too. Hmm. Hmm. Just the way 
some good droning boy you're listening to ink studs on citr 101.9 fm i'm sitting here with mr meat hello meat hello mcconnell how are you doing buddy i'm very well that set was quite superb if you ask me we're gonna have some more loudness nice it's gonna get louder well who did we hear we heard first off we heard zach sally off his uh new uh self-released uh album fear of song and that song was called strutter and that didn't sound like low to me at all. Not at his previous band. His previous band. Yes, sir. Um, little note to go with this. Uh, there's a song in the album called Corpse Grinder, which uh, Tom Neely, who will be playing some music by later, mm. he did a wonderful mixtape for us, which you can check out at inkstuds.com, that, that he titled uh, Corpse Grinder, and put after that song. And Is that it's the one like, where it's 66 minutes and 6 seconds long? And it's a double-sided tape. Wow. It's awesome. He did this incredible uh, tape artwork, so you could actually uh, print off the artwork and fold it and put it into a cassette cover. Wow. He, Tom, Tom went full out. Um, and I'm going to talk about Tom a little later when we play the songs. he got some interesting music-related nice. projects going on. Um, after that, we heard some swirlies um, amid some technical difficulties of me being unable to press play properly. No big. No big. <laughs> but, no biggie uh, here. But uh, that album, yeah, the swirlies, uh, who, by the way, we, um, this segues into this nice little drone piece you're hearing here. Swirlies, we talked about them last week, but I can't em- overemphasize how great they were at one time. Uh, this album here that you just heard, Blonder Tongue Audio Baton, out on the fantastic, sadly defunct Tang Records label out of uh, Massachusetts. Um, best known for its work with the Lemonheads. 
Yes, that Lemonheads. Um, but they put out the good. It's a shame about they Ray. Put out, not that one. That was their major release. But they did put out Hate Your Friends, which is possibly one of the most. Oh, it's their punk one, right? That's, the, that's their that's their punk pop that masterpiece. Awesome. It's awesome. And also they put out bands like Bullet La Volta and a lot of really good Boston kind of kind of noisy bands. Well, the Swirlies were kind of the answer to where Dream Pop was headed in the United States. And um, yeah, if you need to buy, you know, if you're into your My Bloody Valentine and your ride and stuff like that. Check out the Swirlies if you can. Definitely great stuff. And then we segued into... Well, I played... Uh, first off, I played another Swirlies track, which was by Ron Rigi. Um, it was just a little 30-second uh, noise interlude between songs off their album, What to Do About Them. And uh, Ron um, came into the studio last year, and I, I knew about Ron's... Um, project uh, lavender diamond which is uh we played a track by last week very poppy very lovely They're pretty what i didn't know is a singer she was actually involved with the fort thunder scene at one point hmm. which we'll be playing some music by which sounds completely different than uh lavender diamond far far different um so that was a little interlude by ron and then i'm following up is you can hear in the background let's just bring it up again That's good droning, boy. Oh, I love this shit. Yep. Uh, Ron Rigi, uh, it's a cassette he did uh, last year. He's doing some really interesting um, artwork, this weird theme of the cartoons Utopia with this weird uh, band. Um, I really recommend checking out his stuff. I think it's ronrigi.blogspot.com, but I'm probably wrong. Um, I'll find out and let you know later. But this tape is the uh, discombobulated ventriloquist and it's just basically a tape of noise i asked him if i could play some of it and he's like you're sure someone wants to listen to that <laughs> i like it i like it a lot so thank you ron um also the great thing about citr is we're the only station that'll play something like this so exactly giving luke, you the weird luke was mentioning that there's a show that specifically plays pop drones my uh wednesdays mornings from eleven thirty, or sorry 10 o'clock to eleven thirty, and uh loves cassette culture loves drones like this and again why CITR matters, hopefully, to you, the listener. And if you want to show that we matter, give us a call at 822-8648-UBC-UNIT. Um, well, if you want to take a look ahead. at what we have available, go to inksuds.com and just go down a little bit, and you'll see a listing of books. The ones that have a strikeout through means people already grabbed them. And the ones that don't have a strikeout through it, Still available, so call us 604 822. These are, by the way, you should really mention, emphasize how ex- like these are gorgeous, like yeah, coffee yeah. table size graphic novels here. Yeah, no, they're all and specifically the stuff that uh, was donated by the wonderful folks at Fanny Graphics Books, Top Shelf Comics, and Rinko's Books and Ron Corley are all really stellar, wonderful comics. Like, you can get your Christmas shopping books. out of the way, and you can also make a donation to the station. Killing, you're killing two birds with one stone here, kind of thing. So give us a shout. And I should mention, we have about three and a half hours left within the fun drive. Mm-hmm. Luke and I are going to rock as hard as we can here. Um, we are currently at $21,289.37. That is a fantastic amount. Our goal is 24000 It is. We can do it. We can. We can do it. And you can help. Call us up. 604-822-8648. Now, I'm going to get a little loud for about 10 minutes. Woohoo! Um, I'm going to play stuff from the Fort Thunder scene. This is out of Providence, Rhode Island. And it's a noisy, noisy scene. These guys all share this. What is in the this. water in that city, man? I don't know. Some of the most creative artists out of the last 10 years. And audioly. the most corrupt politicians. I love it. It's crazy, eh? Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to start out with Mind Flare. And then we'll play oh, some boy. Lightning Bolt and some Black Puss. Woo! And uh, some Kites and whatever else I uh, got up my sleeves. And you know what, Luke? I have one thing to say about all this. Yeah! 
Okay, we'll be right back. Ink Studs, call us up, 
We started out with a very large and abrasive mind flare off. It's always 1999, and the track was Zorthian's Grazzle Time. 
Mm-hmm. That's a terrible name of a song. No way. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds no. you of like when you know the names of like Aphex Twin and Otecra songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, did they just have like a speak and spell and they just like randomly push just, buttons? Just gotta hit the keyboard and then blah, and then yeah. that's what comes out. Yeah, exactly. Journals, you know what I mean. Like, some yeah. of them named their bands that way too. Yeah, I'm sure. Why not? Um, that was Mind Flare and followed up by Force Field. Uh, Mind Flare is Brian Chippendale and Matt Brinkman from the Fort Thunder scene. Both are cartoonists in their own right. And that was a noisy freaking song. Mm-hmm. But no, it doesn't even touch on some of the exp- that what Brian Chippendale is capable of Which in terms will. of the sonic realms that uh, he hits. And let's talk a little bit. Uh, yeah, Providence, Rhode Island, again, like the last 10 years, it really, really started getting noticed. Well, with help like Corleone Records and Load Records, kind of just putting out all of these really cool kind of bands that would just play in libraries and lofts and art galleries and stuff, like because... Uh, well, something, of course, really tragic happened in Providence, you know, like uh, in the early 2000s, uh, the infamous Great White concert where oh, you know, yeah, yeah. dozens of people lost their lives due to it. And that caused a giant shutdown across the city of live music venues and stuff. And so bands had to kind of adapt and play in basements and rooms. And actually, fu- ironically enough, they went up playing in venues that were probably a hell of a lot more unsafe than actually uh, live music venues themselves. And really know? great white socks. And, and well, you know, <laughs> be that as it may, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, a, but a scene came out of it, you know, a very, very artistic one and a very, very beautifully musical one. And uh, speaking of Brian Chippendale, like his band Lightning Bolt, probably released my favorite album of the decade, actually, A Wonderful Rainbow. But, you know, it's it's an incredible, incredible album. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing when you hear two musicians sound like seven musicians playing at once kind of thing, you know. It's, it's very, very incredible. It's and, uh, uh, guitar or guitarist and drummer, bass, bass, bass and drums, yeah. bass and drums. And there's stories of uh, them playing at a show where one band was playing on stage at one end, lightning bolt set up at the other end of the space, mm-hmm. and the band finished and wanted to get to the front or to the other end to see Lightning Bolt was getting in fights with people to get oh, to the front. Oh, sure. Because you know. Lightning Bolt would just set up and people would just surround them. Lightning Bolt don't play on stages. They yeah. usually set up in front of the stage or beside the stage or usually on the floor. Like, that's kind of how they're interactive that way. That's kind of why their shows are kind of a once-in-a-lifetime, you know, to, to be witnessed because if you can shove your way to the front, you know, and actually see them, it's nothing short of amazing. I'd highly recommend their DVD that came out about three, four years ago maybe now. And that's actually where you really do get a bird's-eye view of what it's like live. And I mean, and you kind of, you get rid of this the you know the the smells and the and the and the heat and stuff it's not complete sensory overload like actually seeing them live are and um so yeah we were gonna and then brian chippendale let's talk about his artwork um like this mammoth mammoth volume that he's put out ninja is his big book is about the size of a surfboard and it's all very intricately uh, yeah. drawn little itty bitty panels it's his work it's about as challenging to read as it is to listen to um, mm-hmm. But I'm also I come from the mind that art should be challenging, comics should be challenging. Why not? It, it you know it's good to make you think, it's good to make you work, and his stuff makes you do that. Uh, Matt Brinkman, the other member, his book, um, he's got two, Territory Heights, and he also has one that just came out a little while ago, and it is amazing. It was originally printed in this newspaper they did at Fort Thunder called uh, Paper Rodeo. Um, and I'm just trying to bring up the, remember the name of it right now. Paper Rodeo is really amazing if you can find any. And it, oh, my headphones really suck. I just lost my, I thought I wasn't talking. Uh, <laughs> I can hear you. Multiforce is uh, Matt Brinkman's book that just came out from Picturebox. And it is amazing little, like, it's not strictly a uh, straight narrative. It's kind of going through this world. It's kind of like something out of, like, some perverted, not perverted, but dark, depressed, 
Fraggle Rock-esque underground <laughs> madness. Hey, Fraggle Rock took place underground, though. Yeah, that's why I'm referring to the... That's the reference to the... Oh, I get it. So it's not lovable Muppets or anything like that, eating, no. doozer, eating doozer buildings and stuff. No. No, it's not, Luke. I'm sorry. Do we need a segue? <laughs> I think so. Okay. I think it's time. Segway time. Segway time. There we go. So I think uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play uh, a couple of uh, Chimpendale songs. Um, and then when we get back, i got some other fun stuff to listen to. Cool. got some Al Columbia to play that he sent me specifically for this show. And uh, we're going to keep going. Yep. But the important thing, folks, is to call in 866-822-8648. Or, what? Sorry. <laughs> Fuck, I can't talk today. 822-8648. That's UBC. 604-822-8648. UBC unit. There we go. Okay. I can't talk. Thank you for listening. We will be right back.
we're back. CITR 101.9 FM. Ink Studs. This is a radio show where we talk about comics. Well, today we're not talking about comics. We're talking about cartoonists doing music. I sounded a little sleazy there, didn't I, for a second? Not really. No? But, you know, that was li- that was Lightning Bolt. Uh, two tracks. One old one. one well, not, not so old, but one brand new one. Lightning Bolt being the first track. Second track was actually Black Plus. Oh, that was, that was Black Plus. Sorry. Yes, which is Brian, uh, Brian Chippendale from Lightning Bolt and also from Mind Flayer, who we played a track by earlier. Loud music. Yeah, you can never accuse that guy of just sitting on the couch and not doing much, you know? Like, yeah. letting the grass grow. They're having fun. Mm-hmm. They're making good music. No, they are. We're playing good music. Call us in, 604-822-8648. Yeah! To donate. We'd love to hear you. Tell us what you think. It's a fun day. Mm-hmm. The funding drive near, coming to an end. It'll be over in three hours and 12 minutes. Up next, I'm going to play uh, a little more subdued music. Uh, first is going to be a track by Al Columbia, who I played uh, a more poppy-ish track last week from his band, The Francies. This is a solo thing that he sent me, um, which is cobbled together from some odd sources. I'm not going to say too much about the track. It's interesting. It's re- I really like it. It's really experimental. Uh, really soundscapey. And thank you, Al. And mm-hmm. um, anything to say, Luke? Thank you for being a friend. Call us in six zero four eight two two eight six four eight two. Donate. I love the way that rhymes, don't you? Hmm. Hmm. You know what? I got one more thing to say. Oh, it's not even. Is it working? Your time is terrible. There, oh, there we go. There we go. Ah. Buttons aren't being pressed. Okay, so. Uh, 604-822-8648, Zinc Studs, donate.
Ink Stud, CITR 101.9 FM. Uh, we heard Alfred's Grandmother put together by El Columbia. Followed up with uh, Tater on the Tornado by Gary Panter. I love Gary. Mm-hmm. Gary uh, was kind enough to do a three-hour interview with me. I should correct myself. Tater to... Tornado to the Tater. Tornado to the mm-hmm. Tater. What's your longest interview you've ever done? Uh, I'd say Gary or Kim Deitch. Wow. Um... Both of those were pretty long. I remember Ralph Steadman was a bit lengthy, wasn't it? It was about an hour and a half. You know. These, both of them were well over two and a half hours. Wow. Um, and they went the full way with me. Uh, Gary took a little break to go uh, get himself a glass of water partway through, which I don't blame him because we were talking a lot. And Kim uh, laid down the law with me and uh, Robert Dayton joined me for that interview mm-hmm. and basically said, you've got till this TV show comes on. It was like... Uh, <laughs> What was the TV show? It was a special on, um, what's his name? The guy, the guitarist, only a couple of fingers from New York, created uh, the certain type of... Diango Reinhardt? No, no, I'll, I'll remember. It'll get to me. Okay. 50s-ish, uh, weird poppy. There's a guitar he made. The What's the... I can't think. Les Paul? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know he only had two fingers. On one of his hands, he only had a couple of fingers really? from diabetes, yeah. Oh, Okay. He's dead now. He, he just passed uh, away, actually. But he was still doing he was still performing. a weekly blues night in New York, actually. Yeah. And I'm yeah. kicking myself, because it was like a Tuesday night, and it's right by um, uh, Times Square. Mm-hmm. And me and my friend were in New York, going through Times Square Comic artist Robin night. Bougie, is it not? Local Vancouver comic artist Robin Bougie. I don't know how close you want to be connected to that man. He's a filthy, filthy boy. Mm-hmm. But we love him. Uh, we love him. Uh, call us in to donate. 604-822-8648. One thing you haven't mentioned is you do have a big bag of free comics as well yes. that you can help yourself to when you come in and pick up your swag uh, if you donate to the Inkstead Show. And even if you don't want to, if you can't afford to donate, say, the full $30 or something, and you want to donate 15 10 Whatever. Every little counts. And yeah. help yourself to free comics. Yeah, grab a you handful some, of comics. You got some good ones in that bag there, actually. You were having there, fun actually. reading it, eh? I was. No, I mean, you got some old uh, Daredevils from, like, 1966 and stuff like that. Like, I mean, the one thing that got me really excited, you had Daredevil, I can't remember what number it is, but it was the same month that uh, Spider- Amazing Spider-Man issue 50 came out, which is probably my favorite issue of that Stan Lee era, and that Spider-Man No More. Do you remember that? It's where yeah, Peter yeah. Parker decides to quit being Spider-Man. <laughs> and, it's, and it's one of the most parodied comic covers ever though you know mm-hmm. what i'm talking about where yeah. it's like spider-man's giant back and then little peter parker's walking away with his head down and it says spider-man no more no and, more uh, yep yeah, you know we're actually talking about spider-man on the comic book show i thought that was like a cardinals i should be going up in flames right now shouldn't i no that's fine okay that's fine the no. old tagline of, of of the automatopoeia show which was the previous comic comic book show was a superhero free zone i thought or superheroes need not apply uh we're not automatopoeia hey oh 
But we still love Robin. We still, we still love, love Robin, Robin Fisher. But honestly, like one of my first and favorite interviews was with Neil Adams, who nice. had the classic run on uh, Batman uh, and the Green Lantern, Green Arrow with mm-hmm. the great line where uh, this uh, black guy goes up to the Green Lantern and says, you can help the blue skins, but what about the brown skins? Wow. And that was like this like breakthrough comic like in the 60s. Black exploitation for the 19, for comics. Well, it was, it, it kind of black but they also, the, the fall up after that, they basically went, okay, and acknowledged that here's this character with all these superpowers that does nothing for local pop, local people. Wow. So he went on this big traveling through uh, the States in a car with a green arrow, and they had a Ganthit, the blue skin guy, with them, and they, uh, you know. Was that still like in the back of Detective Comics and stuff like that, or like, uh, I think it, was, was it its own imprint? It was, it was in Green Lantern. Hmm. Okay. It was the one where Speedy became uh, the green arrow's uh, sidekick. Came a junkie. <laughs> Do you remember actually when there was that whole drug heavy kind of consciousness in the, in the late sixties comics? Like it, at least particularly, I mean, you're DC, I'm Marvel, um, but like in Amazing Spider-Man, you had Norman Osborn, or no, um, Harry Osborn, uh, Norman's son, and Peter Parker's roommate. He was like experimenting with LSD and stuff like that, and you know, and and they had like kids jumping off of buildings and yeah. stuff. And Spider-Man would come and save them, and it's like, that hey, was, kid, you can't fly. And stuff, that was you know? the uh, that was great because uh, Neil Adams actually talked about that. It's like, yeah, we tried to be a little more accurate about what drug use does than uh, than Marvel did. Th- than Stanley's idea of people do pills and they jump off buildings. That's exactly <laughs> what. That's exactly what we were led to believe. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like call them, scare them straight. And that was the funny thing is, is that Marvel Tales, which is the reissue. Uh, imprint of Amazing Spider-Man. All of those comics came out during the height of the Reagan administration, like about 86, 87. They re-put them out when Nancy Reagan was doing her say no to drugs things and stuff like that, you know. And like and, on the back, and, of the, yeah. the back of the ads would always have these anti-drug ads and stuff, you know. You're free to choose, as the ink studs. There you go. There we go. Call us in to donate 604-822-8648. I'm going to play uh, some tracks by Tom Neely. Now, I mentioned earlier the mixtape that Tom did, those wonderful corpse It's pretty grinder. amazing. Also, Tom is working on a project where he is drawing a book, and the music is going to be done by Aaron Turner from the band Isis. Oh, nice. Okay. You know, Isis, fantastic band. Mike yep. Patton Project, you know, Ipecac Records. Heavier than <laughs> heavy supreme heavyosity. It's heavy to the max. Word. Yeah. So that should be really interesting. I don't know when it's coming out, but uh, it'll it'll be coming out. And uh, Tom was mentioning that they're planning on doing a book tour for it and uh, hopefully coming up to Vancouver. Um, I'm always happy to see people up here, and so should you. Call us in to donate, 604-822-8648. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of the wonderful comics we have to choose oh, from... Oh, all the CIT stuff. We're running out here, guys. Are we Actually, running out Yeah, stuff? like, I mean, they're going fast. Umbrellas are going fast. How many umbrellas we got left? I have no idea, but we're going through... I know we've got about maybe a third of them left, and we only had 100. So there That's you go. Good. I would say within the vicinity of 30. Uh, so to donate 30 bucks, you get one of uh, the fancy books that you mm-hmm. can choose from, from the Ink Studs. And or, a friend's card. And a friend's card. Uh, $60, you get a friend's card and umbrella, or even fancier book, or two of the not-so-fancy books. Uh, from the Ink Studs. Might I mention, Robert, the Friends Card offers you discounts all over town. Oh, let us know, Including Westside UBC area Main Street Commercial Drive in downtown. Particularly with your interest in stuff like that, we actually, you do get discounts to... RX Comics. It? You do get discounts to RX Comics, Anti-Social Skateboard Shop, Red Cat Records. Lucky's Comics. Uh, Lucky's is in there as well. So Lucky's and RX are very good friends. 
Thank you for being a friend. Um, and you get that, uh, you know, you get discounts there. But all over downtown, the one that my girlfriend wanted me to pressure on everybody is the fact that you get discounts at Spank. I don't really know what Spank is, but apparently it's a clothing store that lots of women really like. And getting a discount there is quite a godsend. So, and Spank shoes located at 26, uh, 2066 West 4th Avenue and 2082 West 4th Avenue. Get 10% off at both of them those locations that's only for a 30 dollar donation now so. for the hundred dollar donation you get the uh the card like you just mentioned and you get the limited edition t-shirt drawn by ben Jacques, which i'm modeling right now luke is my beautiful radio, but... model uh look at him look at that man turn for us luke turn turn yes there we go go be my dancing monkey that is me turning around I'm um and part. you can get a whole bunch of books from us um you could get four of the not as expensive books or two of the more expensive books mm-hmm. or say one of the more expensive books and two of the not so expensive books um call us in 604-822-8648 and the more you donate the more fancy books you get from us from ink mm-hmm. studs and the you know if you donate say 150 you can have a whole bunch 200 even more and the more you donate the better deal you get in the amount of books mm-hmm. i want to see people getting it for giving 604 8228648 Now, I'm trying to remember what we had set up. Oh yeah, I was going to play some Tom Neely. Nice. So, uh I'm going to first I'm going to play a couple old tracks of his uh from like the early 90s that he did. Really old shit. Um the band was called Mary Lou and the Tards and he I think he said he made like 10 copies of the cassette that he gave out to friends. And so not many people have heard these tracks. And I'm going to play something off his uh, self-indulgent werewolf album um just to kind of give you an idea of what Mr. Neely is doing now and uh it's very different. And the first track is called Milk and Cheese, which is named after <laughs> the comic strip by one Evan my, Dorkin. One of my favorite comic strips. And it was this show actually Robin, thank you very much where I got to get insulted live on air by Mr. Evan Dorkin himself. Thank you very much. I called a good day if Evan Dorkin will insult me. That was me. pretty cool. No, I mean, like, we came in and you said, or oh, a music director walked in here and he asked if I was wearing, like, uh, a to- uh, like tails and, and had, like, a conductor stick and stuff like that, you know. And uh, and then I tried to make, he I made a Fugazi joke, which he didn't like. And, uh, yeah, you know. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't like the joke, he lets you know. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, that was a shitty joke. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Ink Studs, 604-822-8648. Power Records presents... Cheese! 
And that was Peace Trials off of Peace Trials by Kites, which is the wonderful, talented cartoonist CF, a.k.a. Chris Forges, who uh, also kind of from a similar scene as Brian Chibadale and Matt Brinkman. Uh, his comics can be found at Picture Box. Um, really wonderful stuff. I really like his work. Power Masters is his uh, main strip that he has going on. He has a new book coming out, uh, Power Masters Book 3, uh, coming out around the same time as Brian Chippendale's next book, Uffenbach, and uh, that should be really good and crazy. We're doing the funding drive here at CITR 604-822-8648. Luke has gone off to have a lunch break because the man needs to eat. He works hard. The staff here have been working really hard. Really appreciate all the stuff they've been doing to keep this fun driving going and uh, going strong. It has. We're at $21,289.37. If you want to call and donate, it's 604-822-8648. I'll be on for another 15 minutes, and then uh, Luke will be back to play. uh, I don't know what he's got in mind, but he's got something special in mind. Um, Give us a call. Got lots of comics. Ask about the comics. 604-822-8648. Eight six four eight.
And we're back, CITR 101.9 FM, Ink Studs. We are doing the funding drive right now here, and we just uh, were up a little further, $21,349. Um, thank you for all our donations, folks. It's been a really great funding drive. Uh, we've been really successful at this show, and let's continue it. I'm going to play one more song, and then uh, we'll be back with some more stuff. Luke Meat will be on from 3.30 on playing some... I don't know what he's got in his hands, but he's got something. Um, the thing I'm going to play, it's a little... Uh, it should be interesting. It's a remix of a Bjork track by Brian Chippendale's Black Puss Project. And... Uh, Still comics related. I love Bjork. She can do no wrong to me. Um, once again, call in 604-822-8648. And a little uh, comic relation with uh, Bjork. Uh, Michelle Gondry, who uh, did a lot of her music videos and went on to do uh, Charles Sunshine's Spotless Mind, uh, recently did a movie called Tokyo, which part of it adapts a comic by Gabrielle Bell. Um, as well, he has his own comics from Picturebox, who also publish stuff by CF. Matt Brinkman and Brian Chippendale. So it all is interconnected. It's all comics. Call us in to donate 604 822 8648. Don't let them do that. 